What's good, Wizards fans? This is your host, the real Ed Oliver and Brandon Scott. The Washington Wizards lose a close one to the Orlando Magic, 125 to 130. We're going to talk about Johnny Davis and his shot and recapping the game. Let's get to it. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So I want to thank you guys for making Lockdown Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off your first purchase. It's your host, Darrell, Ed Oliver, my guy, Brandon Scott. The Washington Wizards once again lose another one. They are now two. They are now three and 16 on the season. And uh, this one was a tough one. It's definitely a, one, uh, one of the few winnable games of the season, uh, losing 125 to 132, the Orlando Magic. Uh, Brandon, uh, what were some good things you saw? And then uh, where where did it go wrong in the second half for the Washington Wizards? Uh, good question, man. Uh, looking at the positives first, um, Kyle Kuzma, 27 points, six rebounds, shot 10 for 18. So he had a really good game. I mean, that's kind of been his MO all year. You know, he's definitely an electric scorer. Uh, so you're going to see pretty much 20-plus every game from him. Um, Gafford? Yeah, I get the competition wasn't the best at center for the Orlando Magic, but good game for him. 18 points, 11 rebounds, 7 for 10 from the field, 3 assists, and 3 blocks. So Gafford did have a really good game. And this is what you want to see from Gaff in the paint, definitely enforcing his will, man, with 3 blocks. 11 rebounds is a good mark on him. Um, So looking at the starters, you know, Tyus Jones kind of underwhelming, you know, scoring, I mean, 13 points, but he shot 5 for 10, 2 steals, but 6 assists. Um, so we're looking at positives. So I ain't gonna get on Jordan Poole and Denny yet, but um, the second unit, man, the bench, they 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 really shined because you know, looking at Kispert, 15 points, four for 11, but he did shoot four for six from three, so he was his usual sniper self. Uh, Shamit, 13 points again. Shamit is continues to boost his value, <laughs> his trade value. That is, I mean, five for eight, he's efficient for the field, three for three from three. So Shamit has definitely been a bright spot, uh, bright spot on this bench. Uh, looking at Bilal Koulibaly, 12 points, 5 rebounds, 6 for 7 from the field. No threes, but three steals. So he will, he continues to evolve as an offensive force. Um, obviously, he is getting there, but he is not, like, operating from bare, bare nothing with offensive skill. Like, he his offensive skills are, are definitely coming along. Uh, so, from you know, from a positive standpoint, I mean, like you said, E, they, they, they fought. They were in it for most of the game till. You know, again, the fourth quarter. But, you know, they definitely played them well. I mean, they played them tough. Um, two in a row to Orlando. So, the, you know, they definitely knew their opponent from playing them the second time. And, and again, you know, Franz Wagner, man. I mean, you know, Orlando just <laughs> two different teams in rebuild, man. I mean, they, they really hit their draft picks. I mean, Franz Wagner, man, is just, a, you know, a 6'10", two-way guy that just he's a sniper who can defend. I mean, you know, the list goes on, but, you know, Benchero. Uh, ben, ben Carroll, sorry. Um, you know, again, he he looks solid, man. You know, this team, Orlando, really, really came out to play. Uh, you know, because looking at you know thirty-one points from Wagner and twenty-eight by Ben Carroll, but you know, getting back to the Wizards, man. Again, all you want to see is effort and fight, and they fought till that fourth quarter, where you know, again, they kind of got away from them. So, yeah, that would be my positives, man. I mean, you saw 
progress from who you want to see progress from, you know, outside of Denny and Jordan Poole who had, had bad games, but, you know, looking at the positives, you know, Shamit definitely, definitely is continues to boost his trade value in my opinion. And, you know, Bilal, you know, his offensive game again is starting to evolve. Now, is he there where we want him to be yet? Nah, but you definitely see the strides. You definitely see the potential with Bilal. And again, Kispert, you know, when his shot's dropping, his shot is dropping. But, you know, looking at two people real quick, uh, Shamit and Kyle Kuzma, man, they continue to boost their value. And this is definitely good news for the Washington Wizards, especially as we get closer and closer to the trade deadline. Definitely, yeah. Kuzma is playing a uh, good ball. The only thing, he's got to work on the turnovers. Uh, but he is, you know, he's, he is creating a lot of shots for others. You see the point, Kuz, sometimes it works, sometimes it ends up with bad turnovers. Uh, but honestly, I mean, this was, this was a close game. It was a huge improvement for the last game. They got yeah. blown out the last game. wasn't competitive at all. They really had a chance. Really, uh, the whole game throughout, they had a chance. I just think defensively, they had a lot of breakdowns. They, put, they were playing zone. The zone worked for a few possessions, and then the middle of the court was wide open. Movalger yeah. had a bunch of easy baskets. Paolo got to the basket every time. And there was a lot of backdoor cuts they gave up. Uh, Jordan Poole gave up one. Tyus Jones gave up. Basically, everybody on the team gave up a couple backdoor cuts. So it wasn't just Jordan Poole. Uh, there was one clip that I saw online. It was just like, you know, I don't know what kind of defense they were playing. It was uh, they were playing zone, but Gaffer was out of the th- up at the three-point line. Somebody backdoor cut Jordan Poole. They easily went in for a layup. It might have yeah. been a dunk. Um, so the defense was just the communication was bad. The, the scheme was bad. The zone was not working at all. They were getting open looks, open shots, open threes. Uh, it just didn't work. So I don't know why Wes stayed in that zone, but you know, we know how Wes is. Wes, you know, he'll stay, he'll stick with one thing and he'll stick to it, whether it's good or bad. Uh, he doesn't really make in the, especially in the second half, doesn't really, you know, he, he definitely has to work on making adjustments for sure. But um, so that, that's where they really lost. And it's just defensively, you know, I know you talked about Kuzma with the, the park car or the stop sign. They can't guard <laughs> Franz Wagner going for 31, Paolo going for 28. Uh, Jalen Suggs had a darn good game as well. So um, uh, just looking at the numbers, they gave 130 points uh, in total. And, in the, you know, it was a high scoring game as well. So it's not like the Magic were playing good defense either. Uh, but, you know, Mo Wagner had 18, Ingles had 14. Uh, ben Carroll had 28, Faulkner 31, Suggs with 15. So, um, yeah, they were they were once again they couldn't they couldn't guard a stop sign at all out there. <laughs> uh, but on the positive side, uh, I thought uh, Bilal showed some flashes. Gafford played strong. Of course, the matchup was easier against Goga Pataze, not a dominant sitter at all. But you know, Gafford played played better. 18 points, 11 boards, three blocks. And yes, uh, once again. Like, like you said, with Shamet, he really is I – mean, his, his trade value is not really going to go up. I still think it's going to be a second-round pick or maybe yeah. two second-round picks. But three for three from the three-point line, there were some big shots that he made to take the lead. We went up by one at one point in the fourth quarter, and those were some big shots from him. Corey Kisper hit some big shots as well, four for six from the three-point line. Uh, once, once again, Gallo just can't guard anybody. He was, <laughs> he was, getting, he was getting scored on a lot in the zone. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, those, those are really only positives that Shamet played well. And uh, Bilal showed some flat flashes, but Bilal did have a turnover with five minutes left uh, that hurt us. But, you know, I, I'm not going to blame the game on him at all. But, yeah, you just look at the really the second half for the most part. But uh, I, I thought there were some pods. They stayed within it. Denny didn't have his best game. He ended up with uh, six points, two for seven from the field, over two from the three-point line. So he didn't have his best outing. I thought he played pretty well the, the night before, but uh, – 
you know, tonight he, you know, showed a little bit of inconsistency. And then Tyus was solid for the most part, 13.6 assists. Uh, but, yeah, once again, it just came down to defense and getting stops towards the end of the game. They just weren't able to do that. And they weren't able to, uh, you know, de- transition defense was bad, too. They weren't – and then just the backdoor cuts were ridiculous as many times they've let guys backdoor cut them. Yeah, I mean, I, this is the thing, man. And uh, we're definitely going to talk about it, especially within the next couple of days, man. We go, we're going to talk about, you know, West Unself, man. I mean, year three. And, you know, it's just another game where – <laughs> Every every part of the defense is is bad. We can't guard in transition. We can't guard the perimeter. We can't guard the interior. We can't communicate. We can't. We can't. You know what I mean? The rotations are slow. The closeouts are slow. It's just we're just an abysmal defensive team. And then rebounding is just, if not just as bad as worse. This is probably the worst rebounding and defensive team I've seen in DC. And I've seen a lot of years of Wizards slash Bullets basketball, man. But another statistic is they missed nine free throws. I mean. I mean, you lose by five, and, man, that's nine points on the table. You got to hit some free shots, man. I mean, you got to hit free throws. You know, <laughs> we just – but, you, I mean, you mentioned it with uh, Shannon is that, you know, I, I agree that his trade value is not going to get too high. Like, you know, you're not going to get any kind of first or any significant assets back. But, you know, the playoff teams need a guy who can hit clutch shots. Like, he hits shots, man, that are, like, hard to hit. Like, you know, hand in his face. I mean, he is playing some good basketball, man. So I definitely think that a contender is going to want a guy off the bench who can definitely hit those shots and, you know, pop to the lane and dunk on somebody from time to time. Um, and again, when, you know, Kyle Kuzma, you know, I, I get it that the consistency is kind of <laughs> weird in, in Wizards land right now because a lot of people, you know, want to see him here long term. But I think that, you know, he's definitely a trade asset, man. And, you know, look, the way he's playing, again, I think he could be flipped in offseason. Now, could he be flipped to the deadline? We'll see. I mean, if, if the Wizards get a deal that's too good to give up, maybe they make that move. But, you know, I again, it's a loss, but you see everything you want to see, you know, especially from these veteran guys getting a boost in their value and, you know, you know, the young guys. But, you know, the negatives, uh, I mean, Jordan Poole is not on him. You know, again, he has been very underwhelming this year. You know, 14 points, four rebounds, four assists. Fish C, again, was an issue, three for 12 in the field. And a donut and out of five in three-point shots. But he did shoot eight for nine from uh, the free throw line. But, you know, E, I mean, I feel like we say this every game, man. It's like the same issues come to haunt us in this defense and rebound. So that's, you know, it boils down to that. You know, we fought hard, but we just can't defend and we cannot end possessions for the other team. So Right. Yeah, definitely. We're going to talk about Johnny Davis and, uh, you know, his shot and then his, his play of late. Before we do that, <laughs> today's episode is brought to you by – FanDuel Sportsbook. Got to make some picks on FanDuel. As the weather gets cooler, NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, all over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Also, make sure you guys check out the Locked On Sports Network. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. 
All right, so there is a viral clip going on with Johnny Davis. He pulled up against the Orlando Magic. I want to say it was in the uh, second half. Uh, he had a wide open mid range jumper, and it just clinked off the side of, of the back, the side of really the side of the rim and the backboard. And uh, <laughs> you just look at the Magic bench, and they're kind of laughing, and, and you know they're kind of talking trash to him. So it's, it's unfortunate. Um, I think Joe Ingles looks like he was talking trash. The Magic they they talked a lot of trash. There was a it got chippy. Gogo Bataze got attacked. Uh, some of the guys are going back and forth for sure. It was getting a little chippy out there. A lot of guys, you know, Mo Wagner, he's a high, he's a high energy guy. Um, Jalen Suggs, he thought he was LeBron with the little, you know, he put his hands out yeah. after alley oop in the first game. So a lot of the guys were chirping back and forth for sure. So uh, the Magic guys were talking about it. Yeah, I know, right? The Magic guys were talking about the trash <laughs> on um over, over the last game. But uh, just Johnny Davis, what are your thoughts on his shots and just where he is right now? Tomorrow we'll probably do some grades as well in a mailbag, but uh. You know, just Johnny Davis with his confidence in that shot right now, you know, and the development, what the Wizards have done to his shot. Just what are, what are your thoughts on it? Oh, man. I mean, that's the question. What have they done to his shot? Mm-hmm. I mean, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And I say that because if you look at – I mean, look, here's the MO on Johnny Davis. You know, uh, we, we said this all season going into the season, especially last year, that, you know, he started slow at Wisconsin. You know, so we kind of – that's why we, I think to a certain degree, we both kind of thought that he could take that step this year because he – Again, looking at Wisconsin, um, I mean, really, at, at three, he regressed at Wisconsin. But, I mean, his first year in Wisconsin, he shot 38% from three. So it's not like he's, you know, he he's hit that shot in college and he played in the Big Ten. So um, I don't know why they decided to tinker with a shot. Because if you look at highlight uh, footage of him in Wisconsin, I mean, he's not a sniper, but it's a fluent shooting motion. Now you got the leg tinkering the leg now the elbows poking out it's like I mean, what are you doing man like it's ugly man i mean now you got people on the bench laughing at him i mean i don't know how low his confidence can get man i mean you got people laughing i mean i, I feel bad for johnny man i really do i feel bad for johnny because you know dealing with the you know the issue with the minutes you know i firmly believe right now with delon being out this is the time where he can get minutes especially you know with it being a rebuild you got to prioritize playing some of these young guys and the fact that he's not getting minutes are questionable but Again, confidence. They're killing this confidence, man. I mean, between the rotation minutes and, you know, the, the shot is abysmal, man. I mean, you can argue he's probably top 10, top 15 ugliest shots I've seen in a minute. I mean, it make Michael Kidd yeah, like Mike a sniper. Yeah, Sean Marion. <laughs> oh, Lord. I mean, it's bad, man. I mean, it's just I don't know why they had to tinker with it because at first, you know, there was no problem with his release. It was just his – he did some kind of leg motion. Now – He's a, and, you know, and I know he was dealing with an elbow injury, but it's just I don't know what they did at the shot. I don't know why they tinkered with it, and it's sad, man. And I think this is going to develop to a really sad part of the season. And the reason for that, man, because he was the tenth pick, you know, and really he really, what's going to be his legacy in here in DC? He's going to be part of a trade, you know, with his rotation minutes and the struggles that he's had. He's clearly not part of his organization's vision going forward, and it's sad because he was a high pick. He was a lot of pick. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, and that's just again is is just another bad mark on Tommy Shepard. You draft the guy tenth, who probably is not going to be in with his organization next year, and it's just and then, like I said, he he didn't come in the league as a sniper, but he was a guy who was an office minded guard, and then you know, and from day one they kept tinkering with him, man, and kept messing with him and trying to mold him into something he wasn't. He's not a point guard. You know, he's not a guy. I mean, you know, it's just they, they I don't know why they had to play Frankenstein and try to change him. Let him be what he was at Wisconsin, man. And the fact that they didn't let him do that, I think is a disservice to his development. And 
you know, hopefully this front office can find somewhere that's going to develop him and give him the, the minutes to try to develop him, man, because I don't think it's in D.C. And it's like I said, the shot is ugly. And it's done against Johnny, man. I, I really want to see you prosper, whether it's here in, in the 202 or another team. I firmly believe that some work with some development, he can be an NBA player, but I don't know. I don't think he's going to be in D.C. Yeah, I don't think so either. Um, yeah, he hit, he hit a lot of he hit the nail on the head with a lot of points there. Right? He he just doesn't look confident right now. I know he had he had an injury to start off the season, but the shot, just the motion, you know, his legs going inward, and you know, it looks like his body and his mind are just not on the same page right now. I mean, that's a mid range shot that he hits ten times yeah. out of ten in Wisconsin. That's his, that's his bread and butter right there in college. And uh, I know some guys, their game just doesn't translate to college. And right now, it just looks like his game is not translating. He, he can't even hit the open ones right now. So, And I know I talked about his playing time with West giving him five minutes here, five minutes there. He's just not yeah. getting much of a rhythm. But, you know, it just looks like, you know, it's just not going to pan out here. If he can't hit the layups and the easy shots like that, uh, and his confidence is just not there, it, it looks, it's just not going to work out in D.C. Yeah, it, it, it is unfortunate. I thought – Coming out, I did think he was definitely a lottery pick at Wisconsin. You know, just the the his his grit, his grind, and you know, his freshman year, you know, he had a pedestrian freshman year, his sophomore year year, he blossomed into a darn good player, a big ten player of the year. Now I know a lot of big ten players of the year haven't panned out in the NBA either. You know, like Frank Kaminsky, he was a big ten player of the year. He hasn't really had a, a great career either, but another Wisconsin guy. But yeah, I mean, he, he he's just kind of out there. He's just out there, you know, he's yeah, not yeah. really playing with a lot of confidence, you know, he's just kind of running up and down and not really getting in a rhythm, not really yeah. moving with confidence. Like I, I see, I see Denny right now. He's moving with, he didn't have a great game, but you know, he's decisive. He's moves, moving with confidence. He's getting to his spots. You know, he, he's moving with a purpose where right now, Johnny kind of just looks like he's trying to, you know, get a feel for the game right now. And, you know, so and Shemette's playing the way he's playing. It's like, yeah, you can't sit down with Shemette and be like, hey, Johnny, here's some minutes. You know, yeah. he, he's got he has to earn the minutes. I wanted him to play because, you know, he was he's a top 10 pick. It's like you got to see what you got in a top 10 pick or the 10th pick of the draft. But, you know, since Tommy Shepard is going, then Will Dawkins, they couldn't really care less, you know, because yeah. they didn't draft him. <laughs> so it's not there. They, they don't really feel obligated to 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 develop him. So I don't you know, we'll see if he's here past the trade deadline. I don't think he'll be here next year, yeah. um, but I, I would like to see him get more opportunities, but he, he's certainly got to earn it. I know defensively he tries. He's one of the few defensive minded guys on a roster yeah. or that plays with effort on the defensive end. That's why I do want to see him get more minutes, but offensively. Um, yeah. It, it looks like he's, he's got a long way to go for sure, but the only way he can get better is with time. So, you know, we'll see, we'll see what happens with Johnny, but you know, shots like that, just the shot, it, 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 he, you know, I don't know what the, the coaching staff has done, but you even look at the form, like he's bringing the ball down and going yeah. up and before he would just catch it and shoot it at Wisconsin. So I know it's a totally different game in college. But, yeah, that that shot was definitely a rock bottom kind of shot right there. That was a, a – it, it was rough to watch. It was rough to watch. But, but yeah, Sham is playing well. And it's like, yeah, if Sham is going to play like that, then, yeah, you got to give him playing time, especially before the trade deadline. Like he he's earning more minutes. At, at times he's playing better than – Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole went 0 for 5 from the three-point yeah. line. And Shamit is making some more – at times, Shamit is, is more impactful and, and, you know, playing better at times. Of course, Shamit's not the better player, but uh, – and Shamit's trying to dunk on people too, man. He tried to dunk on uh, – I think it was either <laughs> yeah. Banchero or one of, one of the Magic players. He was trying to dunk on something. I think, I think it was Mo Wagner. He tried to dunk on Mo Wagner. You missed it, but I love the aggression and how hard he goes to the basket. So I, I certainly appreciate that. But uh, 
Yeah, with Johnny, I'm rooting for Johnny. You know, if he's still here after the trade deadline, I think uh, I think after that, that's going to be the time where he gets more plans. Like, kind of like last year where he got a lot of shots up, but, you know, a lot of volume. He would go yeah. like five for 20 or and six. Some of the games were better towards the end of the season, but I think that's the only time he, he's really going to really going to see the floor consistently. Yeah, I mean, I agree, man. And it just comes back to, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I mean, if you look at Wisconsin, his freshman year, like I said, his three-point percentage was 38%, but he was only playing 24 minutes a game, only averaging seven points per game. But his sophomore year, up it boosted up to 34 minutes a game. This shoot 30% from three, but he was more of a focal point of their offense, scoring almost 20 points a game. And, I mean, his game is a mid-range jumper. So, I mean, not everybody's going to be a three-point shooter. I get the NBA now is a perimeter-driven league, but not everybody. I mean, DeMar DeRozan has a career of being a mid-range guy. Michael Jordan was never a sniper from three. I know he had his moments where he could knock him down, but, you know, you got to let him be who he's going to be, which is a mid-range guy who can drive the lane. And they have shattered his confidence, man. I mean, even if you keep him past the deadline, what do you tell him, man? <laughs> All right, now, after probably a full season and some change, now it's time for you to get some minutes. I mean, young guys, confidence is taking a beating, man. And I don't know if it could ever be recruit. I mean, really. <laughs> and, you know, I, I see them as, you know, dealing with Johnny Davis to kind of the way the commanders are dealing with certain pieces from the Dan Snyder era, right? They're trying to go ahead and start a new era and, and get rid of certain pieces. And I can see that same thing with the Tommy Shepard era with the Wizards. You know, letting, getting rid of Johnny Davis, man, is kind of their way of, you know, resetting. Because that was the last draft pick of Tommy Shepard. And he is clearly not a part of his team's future, man. And, 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 and it really, I feel bad for the kid, man, because, you know, now he's got to restart and try to develop all over again in, no, in a new team. And you can argue, yeah, with minutes, he should have responded. But, I mean, like I said, man, 15 minutes a game, is it's hard to come off the bench play and find your rhythm, man, and only pay, and play 15 minutes a game. So I, I don't understand. So, yeah, unfortunately, it looks like he's not going to be here. I you know if he even if he lasts past the deadline he ain't gonna be here next year man and mm-hmm. it's sad but maybe it's needed. Yeah, yeah. I think I think the I think the front office I think they made their mind up on Johnny, <laughs> and uh, I think Wes Unsel Jr. has made his mind up on Johnny unfortunately. And they asked Wes Unsel Jr. before the season even started. You know he's gonna get rotation minutes and and Wes wouldn't even commit to that. So you know when I heard that from Wes I was like yeah, it's gonna be a long year. For Johnny Davis, I see a lot of comments saying "go go." I wouldn't go that far, no. but you know we're gonna we're gonna get to a quick word from Brandon, and we're gonna we're gonna hop into the comments. <laughs> Absolutely, tonight's episode is brought to you by Game Time. So, I'm a big guy who goes to a lot of games. You know, Commanders games, Wizards games, any sports event I can go to because I'm just a sports head, man. So, looking at Game Time, I've I've gone through every app, you know, Seat Geek, Ticketmaster, and I've had a lot of issues, but not with Game Time. Because with Game Time, you shouldn't have to worry about buying your tickets to your next event. Game Time is the fastest and easiest way to buy tickets for all sporting events, plus music concerts, comedy shows, and theater events near you. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and best price guarantee, Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. So, what are some good things about Game Time? Well, number one, you can see the view from your seat before you buy it, which is key. So you know exactly where you sit and what to expect when you arrive, right? All-in prices show your total up front so you know what you get you know you're getting a great deal without all the hidden fees because i mean like i said the hidden fees are the biggest thing i did not like about the other ticket provider so 
Hey, all you got to do is take the guesswork out of buying tickets for game time. Download the game time app, create an account, and use code locked on NBA for $20 off your next purchase. Terms apply again. Create an account and redeem code locked on NBA for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guarantee. Yes, sir. Let's hop into some of these comments here. Uh, first one is Bullets Nation. He says, I don't know how y'all continue to cover this team. Worst defensive <laughs> and rebounding we've ever had in D.C. We were supposed to change things and only made it 10 times worse. Now, I mean, it's a rebuild, you know. So, of course, yeah. they, they did change things. They traded Brad. They traded Porzingis. Uh, they traded Monte Morris. A lot of turnover. But uh, that that was the change. So, it, you just have to you have to be patient. You have to trust the process. This is going to take three years at minimum, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, they're going to have to load up on draft picks, you know, because you, you think starting from scratch, we're, we're starting from scratch, man. A lot of teams, they, they, they are way further ahead in their rebuild than where we are. Like you look at the Thunder when they traded Paul George yeah. and they traded um, Russell Westbrook, you know, they got a bunch of first round picks for those guys. You look at us, you know, the best we got was a second round pick, a bunch of pick swaps for Bradley Bills. So we didn't get any first for that. We finally got a first for Jordan Poole, but that's like a later first is protected, top 20 protected. So we didn't get a lot of firsts. Like you look at even Rudy Gobert, he got traded for a bunch of firsts. You know, Donovan oh, yeah. Mitchell, uh, a lot of guys, uh, when they start their rebuild, teams usually get firsts, and we didn't. So it's going to take a long time uh, for this. Re- like I said, I, I want to say I, 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 would, I would bet probably three years for this rebuild to happen. And uh, you just have to be – you have to be patient with the process here. You have to be patient. So defensively, and I think the front office, yes, they they could have got another big man. We we talked about that a hundred million yeah. times. You know, <laughs> I know they're not trying to win, but at the same time, you can still be competitive. Them only putting Gafford out there is inexcusable. So that's the one thing I really disagree with with uh, Will Dawkins and Schlank and and uh, Michael Winger. They could have at least drafted another guy who's seven feet and can move their feet at least, and not have Gallo as your backup center. <laughs> Amen. That's, that's why the rebound is so bad. Oh man, I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, I agree. And you hit a lot of good points, man. You know, if you you know a couple of those teams you mentioned, you know, Oklahoma City and Orlando, the reason why they were able to rebuild and hit on draft picks is because they sold their assets at the right time at the peak of their value. We waited three years too late to move on from Bradley Bill, and it was just and really we overvalued him by giving him supermax because in the you know if you look at the players you mentioned, you know he's not in Paul George's tier. I mean, let's be real. And, you know, Paul George is a guy that you're going to be willing to drop some first-round picks on. Bradley Bill, I mean, honestly, e, come on. I mean, would you drop a first-round pick of Bradley Bill if you were in the Suns? I mean, if you were in that position? Because I wouldn't. Right, no. You know you know what I mean? So, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just you – know, we, we just had – we were just – you're right. We started with nothing, and we just – this organization really trying to dig itself out of the Tommy Shepard era with all his mistakes. So, yeah, I mean, I agree that worst defensive rebounding team, absolutely. And, you, you know, we're in the rebuild, but – you know, they, you know, with this being a transitional year and us going, because I believe our our first official year of the rebuild is going to be next year. But I think that you got to establish culture. And I don't think that West Sunset Jr. is that coach who's going to solidify the culture here in D.C. I just don't think because defense, again, is the third year in a row where the defense is 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 terrible to look at. I mean, I had tears in my eye the last game, man. I just <laughs> I couldn't watch no more. So, yeah, I agree. It, it's It's hard to watch, man. 
Yeah, and they they're still evaluating. There's so many guys that they got to move. They got to move Gallo. They got to move Shamet. They got to yeah. move Nalon. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of guys that they got to move. They're still evaluating. Uh, I don't know if they're still evaluating Johnny, but you know they got to see what they got in Johnny. So there, there's a lot of moving parts. I think the one guy that they're cer- certainly committed to is uh, Bilal, and that's really it. And you know you're evaluating Jordan Poole, seeing what they end up doing with him if he's moved before the deadline now because of his play. You know, he hasn't played up to expectations. Kyle Kuzma's playing really well. You know, the tweet that came out saying that they want to trade Kyle Kuzma, Kyle Kuzma actually responded to the tweet and said, you guys want to trade me? Oh, man. So, you know, but I, I think it's a part of the business. You know, Kyle Kuzma, I think yeah. he knows really at the back of his mind that, you know, he eventually is going to be moved by the Wizards, that they're just in a rebuilding phase. And, um, you know, he, he he has a really friendly contract. So I, I think deep down he knows. I know he would like to stay, which is great. I love when players play hard yeah. and they want to stay. So I, I'm not mad at Kuz for, you know, wanting to stay. I, I think he's playing he's, – he's played hard. He's played hard with some effort. You know, some of the late game decisions, some shot selection definitely makes you um, scratch your head at times. But I, thought he, I, th- I think he's played – he's been one of the few bright spots on the roster so far. But, uh, yeah, defensive rebound is terrible, and um, the change will come. You just got to wait on it. Just gotta wait on. It. Yeah, you All definitely right. gotta be patient. Lord. Yes, sir. Big J fifty two. So Brando seventy two says Unsell's a joke. Uh, Big J fifty two says I think West found his type of player in Shemet. Let him stay and make Gill a coach. I'll let you take this one, Brando. <laughs> I mean, he might have found a style player, but he, he could be gone by the deadline. So I mean, it's gonna be a short lived friendship, man. But. And Gil, I mean, he's been the coach. I guess he's been parked on the bench for, what, three, four years now. So, I mean, Wes, I mean, I know we're going to be talking a lot about Wes, man, because it's just – I don't think he's it, man. He's not it. You you know, I get it. He was, you know, his first time head coach, but this is year three. You know, you want to see some significant approval, you know, as far as his, you know, adjustments at the halftime, as far as his rotations, as far as, you know, defense is your M.O., like, come on, man. Like, that's that is what you're known for. That's what you're rumored to bring to this organization. And quite frankly, this defense is worse than it was on the Scott Brooks, man. I mean, it's mm-hmm. just it, it. I mean, there's no part of defense. There's no effort. We can't defend the paint. We can de- defend the perimeter. We can't run with teams we want to run. You know, we take our time rotating assignments. We take our time closing out the shooters. I mean, look, every game, I count it, man. It's three to four seconds before anybody even gets close to a shooter. I mean, it's just it's it's hard to watch. So I, I don't see how you go into next year as West Central Junior as a coach, man. I, because I, how long do you need till you get to the point where he ain't it? And that's why we both said it was very questionable why they enacted his fourth year option. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they know. I think they know they're going to move on next year or later on next year. Uh, he's just in that similar Stephen Silas for the Rockets situation, yeah. and then. You know, who knows who they bring in for the next coach? Is it going to be Brian Key for David Vanderpool? They're going to promote those guys or bring in somebody else uh, from the outside. So time will tell on that. And then, you know, the rookie that they that we get next year, or, you know, the top draft pick that we get next year, you know, we I would I would I would like to see them coached and developed by somebody yeah. else. I think that would be a, a good move for the future as well. So I think I think they I think they know for sure. But, yeah, bringing them back was certainly certainly uh, in, an interesting move for sure. And um, has West found his type of player in Shemet? Yeah, I think he likes Shemet a lot. Um, let me see. How, how many minutes did Shemet play last game? Shemet definitely earned his minutes. He played 
18 minutes. He only played 18 yeah. minutes. Gallo played 21. Bilal played 32. Johnny played six minutes. <laughs> um, he didn't play Mascala at all. Yeah. Uh, Eugene didn't play at all. Eugene only plays in, in, in garbage minutes, but garbage minutes, but he plays really, really well. Denny only got 20 minutes. Uh, Denny only had one foul, only played 20 minutes. So, you know, that was just a coaching decision right there, yeah. not because of foul trouble. And then uh, Jordan Poole played 30 minutes. So Jordan Poole got a good amount of minutes, three for 12, over five. But, uh, yeah, Shaman didn't play much, and he, he made the most out of his minutes, 13 points in 18 minutes. So I, I thought he played pretty well uh, with the minutes given. But, yeah, I, I, I think he likes Shamet, and, you know, I wasn't the biggest Shamet fan before the season started. But, I mean, if he's going to play like that, then you might as well play him before the uh, trade deadline. Uh, Kato says this whole team is a joke. They have not one star player. He says they draft uh, terrible, though. It's frustrating being a Wizards fan. He misses John Wall era, and he said he used to look forward to watching games. I mean, no, man, I, don't be like that, man. I mean, you know, to me, I, I know it's hard to watch them lose and get blown out and make mistakes, even when they play t- tough, man. But to me, I, I guess to enjoy the enjoyment about a rebuilding team is watching these young guys flourish. Like it, it's good to see Denny. You, you had an off game, but it, it's been good to see him develop his offensive game. You know, but loud, man, you know, it's been cool watching him. I mean, because I'm trying to say, he, man, he's got a dog in him on defensive end and he's got some ups on offensive end, man. When he figures it out, he's going to be special. So, I mean, it, it's hard to watch, man, but definitely look at the bright side. I mean, you, you get, you get to see the future of this team, you know, Bilal is definitely going to be something special, but I, I'm with you, man, you know, going into next year, Presumably, we're going to get a top five pick, hopefully the first overall. I want somebody else to develop this guy, man, because I I just – the track record with Wes is just – to me, I've seen enough, E. So. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, and then Unknown-ism says uh, maybe Johnny Davis was working out with Ben Simmons. Just kidding. Just kidding, but it's not his <laughs> fault. It's the Wizards' fault. Uh, and remember, tomorrow we are going to be doing a mailbag episode, and we're going to do – we're going to preview the 76ers game for Wednesday, so make sure you guys enter your questions down uh, below in the comment section, and uh, we're going to put something up in the community tab as well. But uh, this will be the last one. Um, yeah, Brady, you, you can take this one first. Got you, got you. Oh, um, we still got the same one? Yeah, this one and... Oh, my bad. One. See, look at it. Yeah, they said this, <laughs> this really isn't Johnny Davis' fault. The Wizards drafted fool's gold, and he said the go-go does not want Johnny Davis. Yeah, my bad. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, working out with Ben Simmons, man. Like you know, we know how that is every year. The workout video where Ben Simmons is splashing threes, and then he's terrified under the hoop. But you know, Johnny Davis, man. I'm hoping. I, I, I've been. I said it's going into the year, man. I hope he figures it out. But they're not giving him much chance to figure it out. You know, six minutes, man. And again. You know, going back to Wisconsin, I didn't understand what really was his problem with his shot to, to tinker it. You know, when you look at people where do you need to tinker the shot, you know, Lonzo Ball was a guy where his shot was a little ugly, but when they tinkered with it, it it boosted his value as a player. And, I mean, look at him. I mean, you know, he was a point guard with vision. Now he's a point guard who can drain threes. Or he was. He's been injured for the last couple of years. But, you know, with Johnny, it wasn't exactly broke. He just – his MO is not three-point shooting. You know, it's just, but with that form, he's going to hit him now. He can't hit this broad side of a bar. I mean, this man, I mean, that was a mid-range shot, and that was ugly, man. I mean, that's just, so I, I really, my, you know, look, I hope it, I hope he figures it out, man. If it's not going to be D.C., I hope they send him somewhere where he can develop. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and, and we're going to talk about the Jordan Poole and Kyle Kuzma because I know there's some numbers about them as the worst uh, yeah. duo or the worst chemistry. So we're going to we're going to talk about that on the next episode. But we want to thank you guys for tuning in and making the Lockdown Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you guys get podcasts. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7. Covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and, and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Make sure you guys subscribe. Hit the notification bell as well. Hail to the Wizards. Peace.